It is now my great privilege and high honor to be the first person to officially introduce the 46th President of the United States, Joseph R. Biden, Jr. Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause, the cause of democracy. The people, the will of the people has been heard, and the will of the people has been heeded. I'm San Francisco Chronicle columnist Tether Knight, and you're listening to Fifth in Mission. Joe Biden became our 46th president on Wednesday, and Kamala Harris became the country's first female vice president in an emotional day that also included President Trump leaving the White House for Florida. For many Bay Area residents, it was a day of relief and optimism in a year that hasn't seen much of either. Here are some San Francisco and Oakland residents discussing their feelings about the momentous day, interspersed with clips from the inauguration itself. We'll start with a man named Goody, who I found selling profane Trump memorabilia, as well as Biden-Harris t-shirts and pins on Castro Street in San Francisco. Ding dong, the devil's gone. We're America, we have a new day. We have gotten the White House clean and sanitized, and now we must start all over again and bring back America. What America was before we had four years of that devil in the White House. It was a bad day for all of us. He was for none of us. He was for big corp America and so forth and so on, and he cared nothing about the people. If he cared about the people, this pandemic would have been over. So now we can lift our heads high and we can just shout it out and say, ding dong, the devil's gone. Bye. (laughs) Okay? I asked Goody for his favorite moment from the inauguration. Seeing him put his hand on that babble and let it be known at that moment, we have changed guards. We had a new president, so that became a new day at 12 noon, 9 a.m. in Washington, D.C. That was my greatest moment, just seeing that. When he touched that Bible and he was sworn into office, oh, it's such a joy. Such a joy because, I mean, it was scary times because we never knew what Trump was going to do prior to this day. You know, never knew. It was very unpredictable. You know, and he was trying to, on January the 6th, when he tried the coup, he tried that, but it did not work. Biden talked about what it meant to be standing on the steps of the Capitol. Not only have presidents and vice presidents been sworn in there, but it's been the site of other historic events as well. Here we stand, looking out on the Great Mall, where Dr. King spoke of his dream. Here we stand, where 108 years ago, at another inaugural, thousands of protesters tried to block brave women marching for the right to vote. And today, we mark the swearing in of the first woman in American history elected to national office, Vice President Kamala Harris. Don't tell me things can't change. Chronicle videographer Manjula Verghese met Tony Evans in Oakland. He's 67 years old, and he was wearing a T-shirt that said, Take Back the Senate, Unite Here. What did you witness today? History. Uh, good history. Change for the good. Uh, to see Camilla become the first black female. Well, I mean, it does have to just be black, the first female. Vice President, I got teary eyed. Uh, man, it's just like I said earlier. You can just see the feeling. You can feel the change coming. The president said he's gonna jump right on this coronavirus. 
which I hope so because I'm ready to go back to work. <laughs> I have the last day I worked on my job at the Chase Center was March the 8th. Mm -hmm. And I haven't did an Oakland A's game, I don't know how long. So I, we're all ready to go back to work. Mm -hmm. And i just been lucky enough to go and work these campaigns. That kind of kept me busy. I was gone from home almost five months, but it was all worth it. We got Trump out. I went to Reno, Nevada. I was home about two weeks and I got there call, you going to Georgia. And we took, we took it back. This was the day, take back 2020. I found Marie Cavorning Vang pushing her nine-month-old baby Mateo in a stroller down Castro Street. Are you feeling relieved or what adjectives are you feeling today compared to yesterday? I feel relieved. I feel excited. I feel it's a new era. I think the priorities is really to gather the country. So instead of being the you divided states of America, it becomes the united again and like kind of uh, remind us all that we're all humans. Uh, before we are anything else, um, and kind of bring people together. I asked Marie how she'll explain these past dreadful months to her baby boy as he grows up. I'll say that I think um, a lot of people are have been suffering, and we're looking to hear certain things, and a man dropped by who said the right things, uh, but didn't necessarily walk the talk. And uh, then it was a mess and chaos, and people forgot that we were all together, and then... It passed, <laughs> and we came on out on the other side alive. President Biden talked a lot about the way out of the atmosphere that Kevorning Vang describes. Unity. This is our historic moment of crisis and challenge, and unity is the path forward. And we must meet this moment as the United States of America. If we do that, I guarantee you we will not fail. We have never, ever, ever, ever failed in America. When we've acted together, I know speaking of unity can sound to some like a foolish fantasy these days. I know the forces that divide us are deep and they are real. But I also know they are not new. Our history has been a constant struggle between the American ideal that we're all are created equal and the harsh, ugly reality that racism, nativism, fear, demonization have long torn us apart. After the break, we'll hear how a DACA recipient, a dreamer, felt watching the inauguration. You can support Fifth in Mission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited Chronicle access at sfchronicle.com pod. I've just taken the sacred oath each of those patriots have taken. The oath first sworn by George Washington. But the American story depends not on any one of us, not on some of us, but on all of us, on we, the people, who seek a more perfect union. This is a great nation. We are good people. And over the centuries, through storm and strife, in peace and in war, we've come so far. But we still have far to go. We'll press forward with speed and urgency, for we have much to do in this winter of peril 
and significant possibilities. Much to repair, much to restore, much to heal, much to build, and much to gain. That was Joe Biden's inaugural address after being sworn in Wednesday. 24-year-old Vanessa Mejia watched the inauguration from her home in Oakland. She came to the East Bay from El Salvador when she was eight years old, and she's a DACA recipient, a dreamer. Donald Trump spent most of his presidency trying to repeal the Obama-era Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. One of Biden's first presidential acts Wednesday was to take steps to preserve the program, and he's proposing legislation that will include an immediate pathway to citizenship for dreamers. He's also ending construction on the border wall. Here's Vanessa Mejia telling videographer Manjula Verghese how it felt to watch the inauguration. I think it really makes you feel part of America because people like me who were kids when they got here, we really believe we are American. We have lived here for so long. Our culture is American. We grew up with the language, with the food, with the activities that are done here, different things. And so for me, it meant a lot to feel like I'm part of it, you know, like it, it is being acknowledged that it's not just, oh, you're an immigrant um, because that's not that's not how we are referred as immigrants, but that's not how we feel inside. This is our home and we're here to stay and we would like to stay and, and be part of America and be Americans. I ran into Kelly Carroll as he rode his bike on Castro Street in San Francisco. He mentioned the breakout star of Inauguration Day. What was your favorite moment? Uh, the Young Poet Laureate. Uh, she was amazing, um, brilliant, and every word that she said I soaked up, for sure. The poet's name is Amanda Gorman. She's 22 years old and the youngest inaugural poet in history. Here's a little bit of her poem, The Hill We Climb. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. Here's some more of my conversation with Kelly Carroll, the guy on the bike. And what about Kamala Harris becoming the first woman vice president in history? Uh, amazing. Uh, I mean, how many adjectives can I say right now? I like it's just it's exactly what this country deserves. It's what we need. And um, I just hope there's more and more representation representation like that for the future, for sure. And what issues are you hoping that they tackle right off the bat? Um, I suppose the pandemic is probably the most obvious one to see if we can get this vaccine rollout to happen more efficiently. Um, after that, for me, it would probably be climate change and after that, it would have to be just our standing in the world to have, um, for us to, be, to look better <laughs> in regards to our service to being leaders in the real world, I suppose. And did you watch um, President Trump get on the helicopter and fly away from the White House? I didn't. <laughs> you boycotting him? Uh, I, yeah, I'm kind of done with that for now. So, uh, no, I didn't bother to pay attention to what he had going on today, honestly. You've had enough of him? Yeah. I also talked to Margie Norris, who was out on a walk in the Castro wearing a She Persisted t-shirt. I asked her how she felt watching the ceremonies. I was completely psyched. It really is like a, I, I keep telling people Happy New Year. It's a new beginning. The, and the poet, the young poet laureate, 22 years old, an incredible poem. Amazing. The diversity that was embraced 
after what we've been through. I mean, it was just my heart soared. It gave me hope again for all of us, whether we're, and I'm a lesbian, no matter what. The white supremacists, they don't want me around. They don't want Jews around. They don't want black people around. They don't want dark brown people, light brown. I mean, it's just a disgrace that this was an inside job at the Capitol. It's completely insane. And I just pray to the lesbian goddesses. I do. I just pray that this is truly a new beginning. And what do you hope that Biden and Harris can get done right off the bat? What are your immediate priorities? Well, we've got to do the, the vaccine. has got to really get done. And I'm going to actually, I'm 75. I'm getting my first vaccine shot this afternoon at 4 o'clock because I'm lucky enough to be in the UCSF system. We've got to do that. We've got to reform immigration. We've got to expand voting rights. They have to be expanded, not diminished. You know, we have to, the voting rights law that was, that was considered by the Supreme Court that was not necessary, it is necessary. So there's lots of things that have to be done, really. Now let's give the new president the last word. My fellow Americans, I close the day where I began with the sacred oath. Before God and all of you, I give you my word. I will always level with you. I will defend the Constitution. I'll defend our democracy. I'll defend America. And I'll give all, all of you, keep everything you, I do in your service, thinking not of power, but of possibilities, not of personal interest, but the public good. And together, we shall write an American story of hope, not fear, of unity, not division, of light, not darkness. For more on the inauguration, listen to Joe Garofoli's It's All Political podcast. He talks to George Mason University political scientist Jennifer Victor, who attended the inauguration. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode, to Manjula Verghese and Erica Carlos for their help, and thank you for listening. Hey, make sure y'all get a copy of the Chronicle tomorrow. Okay. They got me and Diamond in it. Okay, nice. All right, all right. <laughs>